For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, chartered accountants and business advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. The opinions of the commentator or commentators are solely those of the commentators and not of CJAD 800 or Astral Media Radio. Welcome, CJD. Time is 7.07. This is What Keeps You Up Nights, presented by Fuller Landau, a new business program on CJAD about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. My name is Dan Delmar, and as always, I am joined by Fuller Landau's Josh Miller. Hey, Josh. Hello. So what is on the menu for this evening? Tonight, we're going deep into the technology world, Dan. We're here with a couple of guys, uh, Brian Mahoney and Alex Nemiroff, and we're here with their company, Dynamo. Alex, Brian, welcome. Why, Thank thanks. You. So, clearly, we're going to learn a lot about the web. We're going to learn a lot about design, digital design, from what they tell me. And we all know that today's technology, and certainly with consumers being very savvy and finding and needing items online, uh, this is the way to go. So, guys, let's try, jump right into it. Time is, uh, is precious. Uh, the Internet moves very quickly. Uh, why don't you tell us, where you are today, what does the company do today, and then kind of take a, a few years back and tell us where you began. Sure. Well, uh, like you said, Josh, we call ourselves a, a digital design studio. A lot of people like to say, uh, you know, website design studio or web design, um, and we use the term digital design uh, for a very specific reason, because it covers so many facets of, uh, um, you know, interactive media, which is essentially what we do. So. Digital design can mean anything from, uh, you know, doing what people think of as a typical website, you know, an e-commerce store uh, or a piece of marketing uh, that gets placed at a URL. But it also can be uh, a mobile application that you access from your phone, uh, something that you used to, um, you know, keep track of uh, calorie counters and stuff like that. It can be um, an interactive application that's on a touch screen inside a store. We sort of touch anything that lives and breathes on a screen, anything people can actually interact with. Uh, so it's not necessarily just the website. Now, the, web, the web is moving away from Internet Explorer and things like that into, <laughs> I mean, cell phones, fridges, everywhere, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Internet-connected applications can be anything. can be a, a desktop application that you download uh, and use that really a lot of that software isn't on your computer, but, you know, it runs off the Internet. Uh, so stuff that you typically think of in a web browser you know, that stuff sooner or later is going to be gone. So we touch a lot of the other stuff that you use on your phone, that you use on your desktop, that you use on your fridge. Yeah, that's a good example. Uh, really anything, yeah. But that's where you are today. Where did it start? Ooh, where did it start? <laughs> um, well, I mean, this was... It's a, It's Actually, Dynamo started out of a, a side project that uh, Alex and I had going in university. Uh, we met um, back in CJEP. We were both at, uh, at, both at Marianopolis. And this was uh, in the late 90s, so back around the time when the internet was, was sort of just getting going. Certainly not everybody was online. We were uh, had to deal with dial-up, which was uh, always fun. <laughs> and um, so, so that's where we sort of got together. I had uh, met Alex, and I'd seen him messing around a little bit uh, at the time with, with a website. It's the first person I'd ever come across that uh, I had met that had built anything that had been published online. I was, I was sort of fascinated by it. I was always intrigued by technology. So um, two years later, we ended up going to the same university. We were both at McGill. Um, I was working at a part-time job, making a little bit of money to, to sort of subsidize school. And I had a client who said, uh, I'd like to get an online store built. So 
I had a bit of an, an entrepreneurial spirit, so I told him, you know what, I'll do some research, I'll find a supplier, I'll get your online store built, and, and I'll manage it for you. So I started making some phone calls, and I was blown away at what it cost to actually produce something like that. So I said, you know, there's no way I'm going to tell this potential client that he should spend X amount of money. This is something we can do. My friend Alex did this a couple <laughs> years ago. So I approached Alex and said, hey, I've got this, this client and he's willing to pay us real money to build him an online store. What do you think? And, and there, there we were off and running um, with sort of our own company. And it was, it was exhausting. It was probably not something that we should have uh, embarked on, but, uh, but we were able, we were able to do it, and and we're still, we're happy to be here today, ca- kind of reminiscing, talking about it. But it was very, very humble beginning, I would say. Inspiring stories from outstanding business people. Uh, our guests this evening are uh, the the guys from Dynamo. It's a digital design studio. Alex Nemiroff and Brian Mahoney. If you have any questions uh, for the guys, you can always give us a call at five one four seven nine zero zero nine nine one seven nine zero zero nine nine one or Star Talk Star eight two five five on Bell Mobility. You said you guys met in university. Uh, were you studying technology? Like, uh, how was the education part of this? Yeah, I mean, um, we get that question a lot. What's funny about the web, especially at that time, was uh, there was very few avenues uh, in terms of education that you could go to learn about this stuff. Um, whereas we did in university take, you know, what they called uh, information systems courses that were very basic, sort of like spreadsheet, uh, database um, really sort of cut and dry stuff that wasn't actually that interesting. There was really no formal track to follow there. You That's either right. you did computer science, perhaps if you wanted to maybe work in software, or you did fine arts if you wanted to be a, a designer, but there was really no web design or web development uh, path to follow in university or, or really in any trade school. And what's cool about that was, um, you know, we spent so much, like Brian said, you know, he could see me messing around on the computer. I, sent, I spent enough free time sort of learning about this, you know, what it was burgeoning technology at the time, very basic now. Um, but being able to, uh, you know, learn how to create some very, very basic stuff on my own. All of the learning that we did, especially back then, was completely self-directed. It was stuff that we just got into for fun. And when Brian said, okay, yeah, we, I have this project or I have this thing in mind for a potential client, I thought, okay, you know, no one else around here that I know is doing this. This would be a really cool place to learn something and start from uh, from scratch, essentially. But we were both business students. So I was, myself, I was a finance major as a minor in entrepreneurship, and, and Alex, I believe, did a... I was an IS major with a, with a concentration in marketing. So. And, okay, so you, you're there, you have this new project that I'm sure took you a little longer than a couple of days to put together. Where, where do you go from there, and how, how much did that one learning experience take you to the next level? Yeah, it's funny that that um, that one. I mean, it really was a learning experience. That's the perfect way to put it. Because uh, uh, when Brian originally came to the table and said, "Hey, we have this potential project to do," we thought, "For sure, let's knock it out in, in a couple of days and make some good money." Um, you know, Brian often jokes. If we look back at our hourly rate back then, um, you know, we could maybe barely afford a, a hot dog after that. It was ridiculous. We spent way too much time, um, but thankfully, we went through it regardless. We learned an awful lot about. Um, you know, deploying an actual real application online, as simple as it was. And uh, it got us our, our foothold, you know, uh, some word of mouth from there, people talking to other people, um, and even some, some confidence internally among the two of us really turned into an opportunity, us saying, okay, well, maybe this could actually be something else. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting way to start. We, we didn't put up a, 
uh, a business card website or a one-page site that said for more information click here we decided to get started by building a transactional website with credit card processing integrated inventory I mean we if you could bite off if you could chew something that you would <laughs> to bite off more than you could chew we did it um, so I would say for two months we sort of put our studies aside we were committed to making this work and we made it work and there were and it was it was like preparing for university finals we were staying up all night we were eating horrible food and and just just persevering it and and eventually we got it online and and there was a, a real sense of accomplishment our guests this evening are Alex Nemiroff and Brian Mahoney. They run a Dynamo. Their website is GoDynamo.com. It's a digital design studio, so we're talking about all things uh, web design. So if you have any questions uh, for the guys, the number is 514-790-0991. Our start talk on Bell Mobility. CJD time is now 7.15. Welcome back. 7.18 on Montreal's News Talk leader, CJAD800. Inspiring stories from outstanding business people, Dan Delmar, along with Fuller Landau's Josh Miller. And our guest this evening from Dynamo, a digital design studio, Alex Nemirov and Brian Mahoney. Their website is GoDynamo.com. So we were talking about your first project, and then ultimately other customers came along. Now, this is about uh, eight years ago, eight, nine years ago. And, uh, you know, you guys well, are... Actually. <laughs> even, okay, yeah. even more, wow. And you guys are fairly youthful today, so how did you... How did you get over that young trend? Did, was that ever a challenge that people not necessarily believe in you or trust in you because of your age? Actually, the the best thing about uh, you know the industry at the time, it's funny even to call it an industry at the time because it was so young and new, um, was that our age really sort of played to our advantage. I remember... Um, being called in uh, to a meeting literally just to answer some questions. You know, there were some uh, middle managers and executives wanting to understand what this this internet thing was, what, uh, you know, the purpose of a website was, what the next steps for them were. And, uh, you know, they needed access to people that sort of lived and breathed this stuff that were working on this, and those people were, were people like us, university students that were literally starting out um, developing the web, creating the, the first sites that were out there. And we came in there to answer these questions and that turned into one of the founding projects of dynamo simply because you know they were looking for answers and our, and, and our age our youth at the time uh really played to our advantage i think it's this there's the first impression thing so had we shown up in in crazy suits maybe they would have uh, got the impression that we're there to sell them something and and i think that showing up uh, a little bit younger definitely more relaxed reassured them that okay these guys are probably on the cutting edge they chances are they know what they're talking about and and I think relationships were forged that way that's what we like to believe anyway so you never made any uh, let's say business errors in your first meetings uh... <laughs> well I, I definitely went to several meetings uh, overdressed at the time um, <laughs> being a finance major I was I had my heart set on uh, on Wall Street on becoming an investment banker and I invested far too much money in suits and I wanted to get some bang for my buck so I went to some of my first meetings really dressed up and, and quickly learned that that's not what people were expecting. So I don't know if I would call that a, a big business mistake, but uh, <laughs> I evolved quickly. <laughs> and then projects must have developed from there. You, you guys are, haven't always been the two of you. When did you first take on an employee? How was that experience? Um, it was it was interesting. You know, we, we built so much of this stuff ourselves, um, you know, not even sort of thinking that long term, knowing that what we originally started would become what Dynamo is today. Um, we sort of committed ourselves to putting our noses to the grindstone and working on whatever projects we can get our hands on. So for a couple of years, Brian and I 
um, really, really worked hard to develop business and also to do all the actual work ourselves. And it came to a point where we looked at each other and we said, well, we have more business we can than we can actually handle, even though we're you know, pretty much putting in 20-hour days. Um, and we saw, okay, we will need a first employee. So we uh, went out, you know, looked amongst a very sort of close circle of friends, found someone that uh, fit a nice skill set in terms of what we were looking for, and hired that first person. I think that's probably when I, I, I sort of looked in the mirror and said, wait a second, this is actually, this could be a real business. You know, actually getting, paying someone else's salary is, is a, a pretty remarkable first step when you start your business. And, and I remember feeling it was rather significant. Yeah, there's that pressure to always make sure that your employees are paid. And, and we'd always make sure that if anyone needed to skip a paycheck, and thankfully we never did, but we'd always, there was that pressure and all of a sudden you had a mouth to feed and, and then another mouth to feed and then another one. And, then, and all of a sudden it started to, to feel like a family. And I think way back to when we were looking for that first employee, finding people with the right set of skills was tough because again, we get back to this, to that there were no schools for this. And so that's why we sort of relied on our network of, of friends and we, we looked for similar people that had a passion to learn, a passion to keep up, a passion for design and a passion for technology. Now it's, it's significantly easier to find talented people, but 10 years ago, it was, it was a real struggle. You're listening to the voices of Alex Nemirov and Brian Mahoney. They are uh, web designers. They run a digital design studio called Dynamo. So if you have any questions about web design, uh, they are the people to ask uh, them the questions to. 514-790-0991-790-0991. Star Talk, star 8255 on Bell Mobility. What keeps you up nights continues in a moment on Montreal's News Talk leader, CJAD 800. For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. 724, welcome back to What Keeps You Up Nights. Dan Delmar along with Fuller Landau's Josh Miller and our guests this evening, Alex Nemirov and Brian Mahoney. Uh, they're with Dynamo. It's a digital design studio. Their website, uh, which is actually uh, really interesting, GoDynamo.com. They do some uh, really brilliant um, uh, work, which I guess uh, I guess we can describe it as sort of taking design to the next level on the web. Yeah, that's cool. That's a good way of putting it. We we really um, um, you know like to put two very very strong feet forward. As funny as that is, um, when it comes to selling ourselves, um, because we we complement our technology side, which uh, we we have a very is a very strong suit of ours with uh, a very another strong suit, which is design. There's a lot of companies that are really focused on technology um, or being really good at you know IT services, and then there are others that are really strong in the domain of design. And I think uh, what we do, one of our really strong points is bring those two disciplines together in a really neat way. Um, Dynamo right now is actually um, sort of an evolved version of where Brian and I started. We started out as two partners. We've added a third partner over the last two years. His name is Bob Beck. He's our creative director. And um, he was a, um, a, a very influential voice in the design community in Montreal, remains that, and uh, had, his own, um, had his own company, Dialect Design, it was called, that was focused on uh, strategy and graphic design uh, principally. So in order to beef up our, our uh, design firepower, we merged with Bob and also to, to you know, bring, in some, uh, bring in some really sort of recognized um, work and expertise and really uh, design strength. Um, we wanted to add to our technology strength by adding uh, Bob, and Bob wanted to sort of complement his design work with uh, this technology angle, knowing that um, you know the future of graphic design or the future of design in general 
is uh, is very digital. You know, not necessarily just on the web as we were talking about before, but in different kinds of applications, in interactive installations, in all kinds of facets. So really complementing technology with design is 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 our, our main focus right now, being very design-driven in a lot of our work, even though we're ultimately technology suppliers. How do you keep up with the technology? I mean, it's certainly changing from moment to moment. So, and with your customers' demands, how do you how do you keep up? And what you know, what do you do? Yeah, it's it's a great question. I think it, it can be daunting that the pace at which technology is evolving, but it's it's one of the things that uh, we've been able to do successfully from day one. It's it's one of the things that really motivates us. We always want to make sure that we stay ahead of the curve. Um, I think one of our strategies too is is to pick some pick a couple of different technology angles and really become professionals in those. And instead of instead of saying we're experts in absolutely everything, we're experts in a couple of things, and we can really provide great solutions because of that. And then I think it's it's also looking for people uh, to surround ourselves with, to insulate ourselves with that 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 share that same passion for learning, that same that that share that same passion for technology. Pragmatically, how we do it. Uh, we spend a lot of time online. We spend a lot of time reading. We spend a lot of time experimenting. Spend a lot of time reading blogs. Uh, there's a couple of you know, influential people that we follow, um, such as, such as. I mean, it it really depends. Um, one of our favorite companies right now, who would, they could they would describe themselves as an internet company, is a company called Thirty Seven Signals, and they provide um, online applications for small businesses such as ourselves. And they have, they've got a really strong voice in the community, uh, a really strong voice, not just from a technology standpoint, but from a business philosophy standpoint as well. So we follow quite closely what they do. Um, some others maybe in and around Montreal, like we like to, obviously we like to keep tabs on what some of the, the, the leading designers are doing to, to, to be inspired, but also to provide a benchmark as well. And do you do you maintain or foster this culture within the company? Like, what what is the corporate culture, and and how do you work with your with your team? How, how many are you today, by the way? Uh, right now, we're uh, twelve people. So uh, there's three partners, and then uh, the rest are uh, the rest are employees. And obviously, that can fluctuate here and there with uh, you know freelancers on the go and such. But uh, yeah, we're twelve people. Um, and we divide our team, um, you know, to the point of how we sort of keep up and how our team keeps up. We divide our team um, along sort of, um, you know, the lines I was referring to before. We have sort of um, a very concentrated design uh, team. So we have a senior designer. We have Bob, who is creative director. We have another designer as well. We have project managers, and then we have the technology side uh, that's ramped up with, you know, uh, high-level programmers and and people working in different languages, but all essentially working in technology and all really working in the same room. I think that's an important distinction too. We, we don't we don't have a a department that is totally separated from another. Everyone speaks the same language. Everyone pushes one another, and that that's that's an important part of our process. I think it's an important part of our our deliverable as well. Sorry, Alex Nemirov and Brian Mahoney, we have to take a, a quick break for news, guys. They are our guests this evening. They're from Dynamo. It's a digital design studio. The website is godynamo.com. And if you have any questions about a digital design, a web design, 514-790-0991 or star talk star 8255 on Bell Mobility. Uh, what Keeps You Up Nights, presented by Fuller Landau, inspiring stories from outstanding business people. More in just a moment, but first, CJ. For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. The opinions of the commentator or commentators are solely those of the commentators and not of CJAD 800 or Aspo Media Radio. Whatever gets you through the night. Welcome back. 
This is a new business program on CJAD called What Keeps You Up Nights. It's presented every Monday night at 7 p.m. by Fuller Landau. And it's all about the entrepreneurial spirit that drives Quebec business. Dan Delmar along with Fuller Landau's Josh Miller. And our guest this evening, a couple of young entrepreneurs, Alex Nemrov and Brian Mahoney. They run a digital design studio uh, called Dynamo, and uh, their website is godynamo.com. Uh, we do have a, a caller in, guys, if you want to take a question, uh, 514-790-0991 in uh, Il Perro, we have Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you this evening? We're great. Um, my question actually is for, for either or both of the gentlemen. I am just coming into the last week. We're graduating on Wednesday from a web technology course at John Abbott. Oh, congratulations. Uh, there's a bunch of us. My personal background is in visual arts and fine arts with the technology laid on top of that i thought i would be eminently employable however i'm having a little difficulty finding anything in the montreal area for someone with no experience how do i go about making myself more marketable to people like yourselves for example who are running businesses where i'd like to be employed I can tell you that the uh, the thing that we always look for, uh, and we get a lot of applications, especially lately, uh, the thing that we always look for is actual practical experience. I know you, you said you don't have that, but going out, learning something on your own, developing stuff that isn't necessarily client-focused, but is out there in the real world, something that we can go look through, work through, understand, um, okay, what kind of a grasp does she have on uh, user experience, on the actual design? Obviously, we're not looking for something that's... Uh, uh, that's perfect or of a company standard, but we are looking at someone who's willing to get their hands dirty and has done a lot of practical work, even if it's for themselves. Thanks, Mary. And the website, godynamo.com, I guess, if she wants to send along her CV for you guys. Please do. <laughs> Jobs at godynamo.com. Please feel free. We were talking about, just before the break, uh, about corporate culture. And I'm sure in, in becoming about a dozen people now, the culture may have changed along the way. I know certainly uh, in dealing with many different types of, of clients and businesses, not just in the technology side, the culture within, it plays a huge role in the productivity of the people of the team. So I, I would ask the question of, uh, of Brian or Alex, and that is, what is your corporate culture today? How has it changed? And, and has your philosophy changed along the way? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think... The one word that I would use to sum up our culture today is is balanced. Um, for the last couple of years, it's it's been a bit of a it's been an internal quest to find the great a great work life balance, and I think that that comes out of years of working super long hours, uh, doing too much, and not necessarily getting great results from that. I think what we started to realize is when you work a fifteen hour day or an eighty hour week, in that 70th and 71st hour you're not doing your best work anymore and that there, there had to be a better way so we started to say okay well we need to shift our culture we need to start trusting people more being able to delegate more and, and trying to find a little bit more of a balance and I think in the last couple of years we've really been able to do that and there's a couple of there's a couple of philosophies that 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 we adhere to so as an example uh, a, a typical work week at Dynamo is not 40 hours it's not five days a week it can be four days a week it can be five hours a day it can be six hours a day we really believe that people are their most productive people are extremely productive in the workplace if they work four or five hours a day they don't need to be there for eight hours a day and and i think that that's something that we've reinforced and it i think people were quite skeptical when they started working for us at the beginning 
what do you mean I don't need to work a full eight hours? He said, well, I mean, if you're checking your email for three hours or if you're on Facebook for an hour, we don't necessarily need you to be here. We just want you to be as productive as you can for, for five hours. And that started to foster uh, a culture of trust, to, to foster a culture of autonomy. And, and all of a sudden we have all these people that, that love coming to work. And, and we just trust them to get their stuff done because we're not slave drivers and we don't expect them to work 80 hours. We don't even expect them to work 50 hours. So have your hiring practices changed because of it? I mean, do you have people banging down at the door saying, okay, I want to work for the same salary, but for much fewer hours? I, I mean, it's, it's funny because, you know, the the one compliment to that is that um, when, you know, the crunch time gets there, uh, you know, you can definitely find everyone at the office late, um, you know, working, obviously, in order to get stuff done. I mean, the, the right way to put it, I think, and the way we sort of present that to uh, – our clients or even prospective employees is this, the work needs to get done and the work needs to be great. So if that takes four hours a day, then that's what it takes. If it takes, you know, 10 hours over a day, over a week, or we have to be working, uh, you know, multiple nights in a row, that's what it takes. Um, but to answer the question, yeah, uh, our hiring practices really have evolved. Like um, from the time that you mentioned when we hired our first employee, um, even the first few after that, it was all very much like, you know, looking to our close circle of friends. Who do we know that can sort of fit this mold and uh, and not really sort of being as proactive as we should have been. And I mean, it's part of the sort of maturity of business owners, I think. Um, but now it's very uh, it, there's a very sort of focused effort on our on our part, not only to find a very, very strong cultural fit, because as Brian says, our focus really is to develop a what we call a functional family at work and to develop this work life balance. Um, there really is this, uh, you know, this attempt to find someone with a great skill set and a really good f cultural fit at the same time, not just looking to our close circle. You're listening to the voices of Alex Nemiroff and Brian Mahoney. They run a digital design studio called Dynamo. Uh, GoDynamo.com is their website, and this is what keeps you up nights, presented by Fuller Landau. Inspiring stories from outstanding business people, 514-790-0991, Start talk on Bell Mobility. We're talking about corporate culture, and it's not just all about the top line, the bottom line, getting the job done. Uh, it, it's. I would think, as you mentioned, that you're. You know, you try to foster a, a family environment. Does the community enter the picture? How do you How do you get people involved beyond the doors of Dynamo? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot of good work that um, you know we find ourselves doing almost spontaneously um, amongst in in our in our industry and in what we call you know the the design community. Um, Bob, Brian, and I are all active speakers um, when it comes to uh, our different domains. Uh, Bob, I remember last year presented you know one of our projects, our, our marquee projects. We had done some packaging and, and web work for for Gretzky wineries. Um, Brian is about to travel to San Francisco to, to talk about technology um, and give a conference there and also, a, I think, a two-day training session. Um, there was a conference that I presented at last week. There's a lot of work that we try to do, not just to develop business, but to um, you know have a voice in the community and participate as much as we possibly can. Yeah, and we really we encourage our employees as well to have a voice so they have an outlet. Um, our website uh, essentially allows everyone in the company to to be published, to be published online, to talk about what's inspiring them, to, to talk about what our culture is like to them, what the work is like to them. So we try to inspire by being involved in the community, and then we really try to encourage our employees to get involved as much as, as, much as possible as well. Interesting. I'd like to come back to the, the customer aspect of it. 
And I mean, you guys have to know your business, your digital design company. You got to know all the back end, the front end, what it looks like. But you deal with so many different customers. Do you have to get to know their businesses too, and how they operate and how they can better operate? Yeah, I think that was, uh, you know, one of the the steepest learning curve for us coming out of business school in particular was, um, you know, we didn't need to know our business inside out only. I mean, we knew that, right? Going in, we knew, okay, if we're going to start a business, then we need to know everything there is to know about what we're offering to our clients. Um, But learning that, okay, we also need a crash course uh, for each of these clients uh, in their businesses. Uh, You know, we learned so much about sports surfacing early. We learned so much about retail. Um, we learned a lot about uh, you know the film business. There, there's so many different aspects that we had to learn because we had to dive in and be the voice for these companies online and be able to offer um, you know solutions that were tailored for these clients but also represented them properly. What made sense strategically for them? And I think that's also part of our philosophy too. We always treated our clients um, as partners, and that that's language that we used an, an awful lot. So we said, "You're bringing us on." we are your technology partner, we are your design partner, but you're the ones that are the experts in your business. And we never assume to know their business better than they did. So you start fostering this culture of trust and they really trusted us to deliver and, and we trusted them to give us knowledge that we needed to do a great job. You must have uh, had some clients that approached you and say, we need a website, we need to do something interactive, but uh, what do we do? Oh yeah, I mean, that, that, that happens, you know, less and less now it's funny because marketers are becoming very, very well versed in, in the web and uh, in online terminology as well. Um, but certainly, like uh, over the last few years, we've been approached a number of times. I know I need to get there, now what? Um, and that's really why we wanted to add the strategy expertise to our company because being producers of online content is one thing. You know, developing after our, uh, a marketing department says, okay, this is what I w- want to put online. That's the sort of easy route. But in order to grow our business into something that was fulfilling not just for ourselves but produced real valuable results for our clients, uh, we had to sort of take that next step and decide, okay, we want to be strategy focused. We want to be able to say, okay, this is what you do, then this is the right avenue down which to travel online. It that's, could be. Yeah, sorry, that's really a great question for us to get. I mean, we'd like our customers, m- more of our yeah. customers to come to us with that. And we work with them to establish goals and then we work with them to establish a plan uh, versus a client that says, I know I need to be online. I really don't want to be online, but if I'm going to be online, I just want it to look like this. Those are the kind of, those are the kind of situations that we find ourselves exiting from quite quickly, or never really ever getting involved with. And when it comes to, uh, I guess, starting any kind of uh, web uh, uh, entrepreneurship uh, exercise, social networking obviously is something that comes up a lot. Everyone's on Twitter, on Facebook. How big is social networking in your business right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's huge. You know, we we often say that. Um, you know, digital design, which is why we call it that, uh, encompasses so many disciplines, so many different sort of tangents, uh, one of them being uh, social networking, and that's obviously where we spend a lot of our time now. Uh, we have a great, great uh, resource internally. Her name is uh, Frédéric Lefebvre, who we brought on about a year and a half ago now, um, who is uh, great at strategy planning, online marketing, um, really putting together great plans for uh, Facebook applications, uh, for Facebook marketing, Twitter, bringing Twitter into the fold as well. There's always the question that clients will have, you know, if I have news published on my site, um, if, uh, you know, I have someone responsible for online PR, 
you know, how do I sort of treat these two things differently? What what mechanisms do we have to put in place? And there's always a really nice um, uh, sort of moment where we sit down with them and decide, okay, let's develop this voice together. Let's understand, you know, how these different pieces of media can be used together to bring you the most ROI instead of duplicating all of our efforts. So uh, it's a real nice piece of the puzzle that we now offer, and, and I think that's why we're we're able to say we're digital designers, we're, we're strategy-focused because of all of that work. And customers are starting to get more and more comfortable with it, too. I think the, the biggest hang-up for the longest time was this loss of control. If I'm all of a sudden on Facebook, I can't control if people are leaving a comment. I can't control if someone says something negative. So we've worked hard to overcome that, and, and people are, customers are, First of all, they're, they're realizing return on investment when they do embark on a, on a Facebook platform or if they do embrace Twitter, and, and that's starting to reassure them that they're sort of saying, okay, I can relinquish control a little bit, and it's okay. Actually, it feels pretty good. Alex Nemirov and Brian Mahoney, they're with Dynamo at Digital Design Studio, 514-790-0991. Star Talk on Bell Mobility. What Keeps You Up Nights, presented by Fuller Landau, continues in just a moment. But first, CJ80 Time. For professional advice with a personal touch, consult Fuller Landau, Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. 7.49 on CJAD. What keeps you up nights presented by Fuller Landau. Are you a struggling business owner? You can weather the storm, and our guests have done just that. Alex Nemirov, Brian Mahoney, they're with Dynamo. It's a digital design studio. Their website is godynamo.com. If you have any questions for the guys, you can always give us a call at 514-790-0991 or StarTalk, star 8255 on Bell Mobility. I'm always fascinated about growth stories, and along the way, there's certainly got to be, as, as you mentioned earlier, Alex, a learning curve. Are there any decisions or matters that you, you went down one path that you wish you would have went down a different path? Um, I can speak definitely specifically to uh, you know the HR side of things. I know that uh, um, in the 10 years Dynamo has been around, our, our HR strategy has really uh, evolved quite a bit. But if I look back and say, oh, I wish I would have done that differently, it would definitely um, mostly relate to you know hiring, being very proactive about uh, identifying, you know, skill sets that we needed, you know, services we wanted to offer, people that we wanted. It used to be very much like our hiring practices um, simply looked at, um, okay, who's who's really good in this industry? Who's a, who's a talent? Very and, reactionary. Yeah, very reactionary, and we, we sort of brought them on, and our team developed like that um, without us taking a step back. And at one point, we looked at each other and we said, okay, we're not we're not exactly where we want to be, and 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 I don't think that uh, our sort of current makeup is going to get us there. So. We, we changed our philosophy to be very, very proactive, and, and it forced us to take a very hard look at our team structure and, and our approach to that. So I think, uh, you know, hiring practices, that's something I would definitely look back on and, and wish we would have done differently, but I'm very happy now. Yeah, I mean, and, and building on that, because we, we were as hands-on as we were, we sometimes didn't afford ourselves the opportunity to take that step back. And uh, we missed the boat on a couple of opportunities. Uh, we were talking earlier about... Uh, the research and development program that th the government offers, and, and we've been very successfully involved with that for the last five years. And, and we look back and, and we say to ourselves, boy, had we got involved with that with, with day one, I mean, it would have just been, been that much easier. So sometimes it's um, being able to t take a step back, um, being able to have a critical look at the things you're doing, because you know, our business does move as, as at, a, at a crazy pace, and, and that, that's, always, that's always a challenge. Do you ever, you know, when you guys are talking about business and you're trying to 
look from uh, the eagle eye point of view from above. Uh, do you do you have that? Uh, do you, are you always on the same page? <laughs> you know, we, we like to say very often that uh, you know through ten years of uh, uh, of partnership, um, we can't remember one significant argument. Um, we have been very, very fortunate to, uh, to to not necessarily see eye to eye on everything, but being able to talk things out very, very rationally. Um, you know, Brian and I are both very pragmatic people, although um, we sort of make decisions differently. For instance, Brian, I think, uh, goes with his gut, is very willing to sort of commit to something early on, which is something I really appreciate, and, and I tend to overthink things. So uh, it's a good combo. And now that we've added this third partner to the mix, Bob, um, it's made for another sort of interesting dynamic, but a really, really um, beneficial relationship where we can sit down and actually work these things out, uh, you know, really sensibly. It's nice. Alex Nemirov, Brian Mahoney, they're with uh, Dynamo. The website is godynamo.com. It's a digital design studio. Uh, more with the guys in just a second. What keeps you up nights on CJD? Touch, consult Fuller Landau, chartered accountants, and business advisors. Click on flmontreal.com. Remaining moments with Alex Nemirov, Brian Mahoney from Dynamo. It's a digital design studio. Of their website is godynamo.com. And uh, Josh, where do we want to... I guess we want to talk As, about what keeps them up well, at night. Well, I, I think suppose, we should yeah. find out what keeps them up at night. Uh, at the very least, uh, before we kind of get their insight uh, for entrepreneurs, uh, and, and I'll turn to Alex, who's right next to me, and say, Alex, what keeps you up at night? <laughs> um, you know, th this, from a business standpoint, um, our industry is very, very uh, unique, I think, in that, um, you know, looking ahead right now is almost impossible to do, or, or predicting, I would say, is almost impossible to do. So one of the things that uh, often keeps me up at night is, it's it's in both a motivating factor and factor and also sort of a, a little bit of a, a stress inducer and that is you know what's next what's coming next um, and uh, and and how can we sort of take advantage of that um, and offer it to our clients you know how do we get a handle on it how do we keep up with what's coming next um, especially in terms of technology obviously online design there's so much um, getting our heads around technology that there aren't books out there for just like when we first started there weren't courses for. Um, that we need to spend so much time learning about the stuff that's on the cutting edge. That's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. And, and I would say the, the very same things keep me awake at night. That's one of the reasons we work so well together. But it's, it's really uh, making sure that um, personally I find the time to be able to continue to innovate and, and striving to, to find the best possible work-life balance that I can, and not just for myself but for my partners and for my employees as well. I want to make sure that I have the t find the time to do great work but and also do the things in my life that I love to do. And that's that's one of the reasons why you have a small business is that it should afford you the flexibility to to be fulfilled professionally uh, and personally. And just before we wrap up with a few seconds left, what, what piece of advice, Brian, would you give today's entrepreneur? Forget the five-year plan, uh, forget the three-year plan, forget the one-year plan, <laughs> maybe plan six months out. Uh, we like to say that sort of uh, planning is guessing. It's okay to be to go with your instinct. It's okay to go with your gut if you're willing to put in the work and surround yourself with great people. Uh, your first instinct is is normally your best. Well, I think that's great. Uh, you know, certainly what I um, and I appreciate you guys here. It's a different industry. It's a different take on things. And from from all a lot of businesses out there, I think one of the best takeaways that we can have here is thinking outside the box, doing things a little different. It's not just, uh, and it's not just the, the internet or the high-tech uh, companies out there. It can be any business. 
what can make it work. Don't be your don't be your average business with old ideas. Come up with new ideas. You'll find that from a human resource standpoint, from a sales standpoint, that is uh, can be your your best ammunition. And put your personality into your business too, which is what these uh, gentlemen seem to have been doing as well. Thanks, guys. Uh, for Josh Miller of Floor Landau, my name is Dan Delmar. Have a great evening. Their website again, flmontreal.com, and you can reach Floor Landau during business hours at 514-875-2865. The Ryan Doyle Show is next. What Keeps You Up Nights returns March 29th on CJD. The opinions of the commentator or commentators are solely those of the commentators and not of CJAD 800 or Astral Media Radio.